The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. I'll tell a true story that I love telling my, with my own daughter. My daughter always dreamed about being a, a teacher and hopefully eventually a principal. She has great her. She really can be a fantastic educator. She came back from seminary and she very excitedly got her first job. She's teaching Gvaldik. She started work that that Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday night, she tells me after the meal, she says, Ta, what do I do? When I walk into the classroom, there's one girl who's cuckoo. She's nuts. She just jumps up and down. She says, Mora, 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 can we go ahead? Can we not study today? She just disrupts the whole class, and she gets another two, three, or four of the shvacha kids who are also not so into it. She gets them crazy, and then, I, I don't know, I can't teach. She disrupts the whole classroom, ends up being disrupted. She says, I spoke to the principal. The principal said, ah, oh, she's a troubled kid. Do what everybody else does. Ask her to leave the room. And next year, she's not coming back to this school. They solved the problem. So she looks at me and she says, Ta, what do I do? So I told her, listen, if you cannot figure out how to teach with her in that seat, and your only solution is that she leaves the room, then I think you should quit. It's not a job for you. So she looks at me with that look, and she's like, whoa, like her whole career, her whole future that she's building up, her whole high school and seminary to be a teacher, and that's what she wants, to be a mashpia, and she's great, and she has kaychas. She's like, whoa, like now, she's on trial. She's like, whoa, what do, you, what do you mean? I said, you cannot hurt a Yiddish neshama, period. So if you want to keep this job, I don't believe you come to Shema and you say, well, how come you embarrassed this kid? How come you rejected this kid? You told him there's no place for you in this classroom. Say, well, I was a teacher. I don't believe that that's necessarily going to work for you. And even if it's a good tour, you shouldn't live your life that way. There's so many other jobs that you can have that you never have to be a part of pain, hurting, rejecting any neshama. Pick another job. It could be a shaykhet. You don't have to worry about the chickens. You could say, poo, poo. Actually, there's very spooky stories in the Baal Shem Tov of, of a shaykhet that said that a chicken was treif when it was kosher and it came back as a gilgal. You've got to be careful even with chickens. <laughs> But with 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 Mao, with diamonds, with Hashem's children, whoa! I said, if you can't find a way to not insult her, make her she will feel rejected. Even though, and here's very interesting: it's her fault. She can't sit normally. Probably not her fault. Probably has a reason, right? But bottom line is, she is misbehaving. But when she's in the hallway, she's not thinking to herself, "This is such a great teacher. I really deserve this punishment." No. She has struggles and problems that are stopping her from being able to behave, and she's going to feel rejected. You cannot reject this thing. So my daughter was like, ta, uh, you know, early retirement after one week. I don't think their severance pay for that. What should I do? So I said, well, you have no choice. See, once you put the educator's job on the line, they have to fight for an idea. She didn't come in with that. She came in with that. I got a problem. It's a kid. Now she's I got a problem my whole future. I said, you have to find a way to win over this kid. Because if you win over this kid, then the other kids will behave, and then the whole class will be fine. So here's what happens. A Misa Shahaya, it's a true story with my own daughter. You can ask her, you can ask, I mean, this is true. It's not like from a thousand years ago. It's true. She came in to, to class the next day. The kid came running over. Mora, Mora, can we have recess? I don't want to play. I don't want to this, da, 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 da. She says, let's say her name is Khani. So, Khani, can you do me a favor? Can you get me a cup of water? Sure, Mora. Everyone else sat down. Khani came in with a cup of water. She said, wow, thank you so much. 
Wow, you have such pretty eyes. The kid was all shy and embarrassed, and she sat in her chair. The next day she comes in to teach. Mora, Mora, can you help me? Can you whatever? She says, honey, can you get me a cup of water? Sure, Mora. Everybody sat down, started teaching. She came in two minutes later with a cup of water. She goes, oh, I never noticed your headband before. It's so pretty. On Wednesday, the Manaheles walked through the halls, looks through the window, and sees my daughter teaching an entire class with no chair empty, with everybody sitting and listening. Wednesday. She was so amazed, she knocked on the door, she disrupted, she couldn't wait. She disrupted the class, she called my daughter out, and she said, what did you give her? Like, which pill? She was amazed. Every other teacher came to the conclusion, I can't teach the class with her, she's got to leave. My daughter had to come up with another plan because she didn't want to lose her job. And that same kid that so many other teachers said, no hope, no way, impossible, my daughter won over with a cup of water and a few compliments. And she lasted and lasted and lasted. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.